It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02, Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Plum Lake Fire Department, station number one, I'm Matt. I'm Martin. And now let's drink some cherry juice and talk about pickleball. All right. So speaking of pickleball, uh, you and I went to a baseball game and um, it turns out that this has come up in Ricky's rumor mill. So this is just, yep. This is just proof that, you know, this is for real. Like the only way I didn't tell anyone about this, you didn't. Ricky's, you know, contacts and network. There's one thing I'm known for. It's being a great secret keeper. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So uh, to all you out there, you know, yes, Ricky really is this uh, tuned in and connected to what goes on uh, around us. So, yeah. Gate five. Is it true that Matt Stepanich had to be restrained by security at Wrigley Field this past weekend? Ricky's sports correspondents were ordering subpar stadium food when they saw Matt attempt to get past an elderly security guard near Section 305 during the National Anthem. Matt was trying to get to his seat when he took a sharp elbow to the gut while being told, it's the National Anthem, we respect the flag here, by an elderly security guard. Evidently, Matt has forgotten that there are new Nebraskan sheriffs in town on the north side of Chicago, specifically the made-up neighborhood they call Liberty, sorry, Wrigleyville. Take your city slicking, urban jazz music listening, ASS, back to the south side, welfare king. That is pretty much spot on, but maybe you don't, maybe you do respect the flag. Maybe just don't respect America's senior citizens. Um, yeah, I think I do. I'm res- pretty respectful. Well, not but, in this case. Well, sounds no, like. no, well, I am. Okay. I but was... I'm just, I'm just not being used to told I can't walk, you know, when, well, uh, when some song is playing. Okay. Some of them can't walk I, because they gave the ultimate sacrifice to our country. They got I was, old. I wasn't wearing like, you know, uh, hippie outfit and like beads and like um weird glasses with like a giant like marijuana joint hanging out of my mouth you know i was just trying to get to my seat paid a lot of money for it by the way it was real expensive you know they're the greatest generation and they deserve our respect yep well money talks and uh phony patriotism walks okay Well, I have another one. Okay. Reality TV. Sources within ETV indicate intern Michael has auditioned for a new reality show. The working title is America's Most Alt-Right Hairless Firefighters. Hmm. The winner, as selected by the audience, will receive a voucher for 100 body waxes and a romantic dinner for two Prepared by Halle Berry's Keto Chef. Keto? 
Yeah, do you know about the keto diet? From Quito, Ecuador? That's no, the capital it's... of Ecuador. Well, I, I don't know if it's named after that. Oh, um, but how's it's it like... spelled? You just... K-E-T-O. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's... You know, I don't know what it is. It yeah, just is it doesn't like, sound like you do. It's popular. Um, right. Low carb, high fat. That's just from healthline.com. It just is a website I've book, bookmarked because uh, yeah. I check it a lot. Right. Okay. Like the Kardashians do it. Right. And yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow probably does it. I don't think Tom Brady does it. Yeah, she actually... Uh, he might. He might. Okay. He's a lot more like Gwyneth Paltrow than you think. Yeah. I, you know, you're right, actually. Um, I mean, well, Gwyneth Paltrow has a line of scented candles. Yep. Tom Brady's won a bunch of Super Bowls. Yep. And, um, well, yeah. Yeah. He, they both and like scene. to cheat. No, no, I said scene. Oh, sorry. Well, I, mean, I think it's, it's time for us to call it. Yeah. I think it's time for us to uh, call in our um, intern. Do you uh, do you have that wired yeah. up? Yeah. Um, while you... I'm, uh, yeah, I have to remove a couple oh. things here, but oh, uh, got hey. some feedback. About... Hey, hey guys. Oh, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Uh, wow, your sound sounds much better this week. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, Matt. Uh, just so graciously got me um, this headphones and uh, oh wait I'm probably already halfway through already <laughs> okay uh, well I do have some safety tips um, so they involve me um, having uh, diarrhea and uh, choking you and, have five oh, seconds left oh oh, uh, uh, oh I'm getting electrocuted okay. oh um, oh all right, um, I'm going to just mute him. Uh, that did not go well. Wow. At all. Yeah. I, I think um, we need to have a, another performance review, but um, let's, you know, let's move on. Um, I just want to share that I got some fan feedback this week about Michael. Okay. Just some short notes. It says, dominate Michael Moore. He can only talk. When we invite him to talk or invite him in, uh huh. That was that's just the notes. Yeah, so, sounds so like gonna, someone. Sound like someone who really wants the podcast to be successful is is uh, giving you feedback. So there are a lot of layers to that. I'm still kudos you know. kudos to that person, even though that's a terrible granola bar. It's better than the granola bars that uh, Michael has bought and stacked the green room with so yeah it's all that keto stuff right no carbs speaking of no carbs yeah and fat let's uh let's let's move on to our topic for this week which of course is sausage fest and um the inspiration i think for me uh the immediate inspiration i got when i found out this was going to be the topic was um our uh, trip to the White Sox game. Um, Martin and I, you know, have things that we like to do. 
And we wanted to, you know, one of the great things you get at the White Sox Stadium is Polish sausage uh, with these grilled onions. And you walk into the stadium and there's just this, just this, oh, just wafting smell of grilled onions that blows it's everywhere. Enchanting. It really is. Even if you don't like onions, it's like, it's just a beautiful smell of like summertime and whatever. So I, you know, Martin was getting our probably 10th beers while, while I went to go get us some Polish sausages. And, uh, I went, you know, I went to the place that said kielbasa on the stand. Cause that, that's a type of Polish sausage. What I didn't realize is it's not the kind of smaller sausage that we you call a polar sausage that's like a hot dog but thicker and but maybe not much longer we got like real polish kielbasa like you would get from like a polish butcher where you walk in and everyone is polish i feel like when i saw it it was overwhelmingly big yes it looked and- like you could feed your entire family well, with just it, one. Well, that yes, I mean, and that may well be what you know. At one time, before we all just became ridiculously self-indulgent, um, maybe a whole family did eat that and other things. So Martin and I, of course, not being afraid to eat anything, uh, you know, got two of these. They covered them both in a mound of grilled onions and grilled green peppers uh they gave which were really good by the way they were they gave don't let anyone tell you that i don't eat vegetables because that's a lie that's true and they gave us um mustard which was like the golden's like you know kind of brown spicy mustard i don't didn't eat it because that's in that way i'm like martin but even though martin likes condiments I'm like the version of Martin that doesn't eat any condiments. So anyway, so we we so we take a crack at these things and I don't think I got I got I think about a quarter of the way through and was like was that was the first time I was like, well, I'm full. But that's not the whole story there, Matt. No. I got maybe like just one bite in. And it was so overwhelming. And I was like, how can I even fit this in my mouth? It's so big. But when you have something like that that happens to you, you either conquer the challenge or you're a failure. So exactly. You either you either you either open your mouth bigger and push more of the sausage into it and just take as much in as you can. And continue, you know, working it with your mouth, or you there's give a, up. You you there's a pushing and there's sort of a pulling. You pull. Yeah, yeah you have tongue. to want it. You have to want to get it into your mouth. So if you don't look like you want it bad enough, you're not going to be able to do it the right way. So I got about halfway into mine, and I was like, I I I'm, I think. That was the first time we sort of checked in with each other, and I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't think I can eat anymore." And you were like, 
I, I can't either. And Martin and I can crush just about any food. To Certainly together we can. I don't yes. know of many eating experiences where you and I have been too full to finish whatever it was. This was not even... We certainly even... wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. No. Because we'd be so embarrassed. So we, of course... Well, I don't know if you did. I, of course, did end up eating the whole thing. And um, it was like, you know, it was like one of those contests where you say, like, you're, you know, you get it free if you eat the whole thing in half an hour or something, except we didn't get it free. But for $12 at the ballpark, if you really like to eat sausage, that's your go-to. Now, that's it's a good value. Now, you one thing you may not know about me is that when I was a kid, um, I was a very picky eater. Were were you like that? Um, I don't think I'm known for being a picky eater. I, you'd nope. have to ask around, but no one's really brought it up to me. Okay, I, mean, I like what I like. Yeah, and I don't like stuff that's gross. Okay. Um. So I most normal people I when know. I was like a, when I was learning to eat like solid foods, evidently the only food that I really liked eating was Italian sausage. And oh. I have always loved sausage. Um, in my mind, there is no more perfect food than just a sausage pizza. But the good sausage, like not the sausage where it's like that comes on a pizza where it's like they slice it in little discs, you know, like it's pepperoni, but it's sausage. That's not. Oh it. yeah, like the the patty style. Yeah, but they're real thin little discs. They don't. It's not even. It's I don't know. Maybe it's New York style or something. Real pizza sausage is just like chunks that they put on it, and then the sausage cooks while the pizza cooks, and it's just adds you know that je ne sais quoi level of uh, grease and taste, and. Um, you know that that brings us. So I we think, had another. Yeah. To the next eating experience. So, um, the Cubs got smoked at the game we went to, and Matt acted so disrespectfully to one of America's heroes. Um, and he was telling me so. There's a pretty well-known Chicago pizza place. It's a chain only in Chicago, though, called D'Agostino's. We like it. There's one right by Wrigley. And Matt was telling me about a recent time he went there and he had sort of an opposite experience to the kielbasa. Yeah, so, story. you know, so Dags is, uh, is just, you know, one of the many really delicious, thin, very thin crust tavern style pizzas uh, that I enjoy cut in squares and um one one of my recent visits to chicago i uh was coming home from hanging out with some friends and i i ordered one up and it, it was probably it was you know the restaurant was not open late but like it closed at 11 and ordered the pizza at like 10 15 so and then i you know i go to pick it up at like 10:45 and they're getting ready to close. But I mean, there's tons of people working and moving around the restaurant. And I take it home and I start eating it and it's 
just wrong. Everything's all wrong about it. Um, it looks fine, but the crust is like um, like a thick kind of stale cracker. And the sausage, I I actually was concerned that I might be getting COVID because each time I took a bite into sausage and I was like waiting for that transcendent experience taste explosion, it just, there was like nothing. And I, I get that maybe I ordered one late and maybe they were like taking all the, you know, they're like uh, the end of the day, they, you know, take all the scraps and make one more pizza out of it. But shouldn't all the ingredients still be the same? Like the sausage had no taste. How, how can that be? Did like, you get tested for COVID? Yeah. I No, actually I didn't, but I never well, had. Oh, what? See, well, I, had, well, I was vaccinated. Let's at least be honest here. I am being yeah, honest. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could you could still get it. Yeah, I could get. You know, all I'm saying is, you said you thought I could get maybe a ride to the moon, and then you didn't get tested. Yeah. Well, you but, can. You can. The guy from Amazon or whatever is going to offer that. Yeah, I know. So you have anything million could dollars. anything could happen. But, you know, was that probable that the reason the sausage was bad was because I had COVID? I don't think so. And I never did get it. You thought of it. You just said it. Okay. In the moment, yes. So, yeah, it was, you know, that's how flavorless it was. Let's flash lightning to the other day. Okay. We went back to Dag's and ordered a sausage pizza. Yep. And Matt, what's the update? Um, I, if, if I, if you, if we had ordered that pizza and you had told me that, um, you had an emergency and you had to like leave and like, you know, go down the street and I don't know, whatever you do when you have an emergency, you seem to have a... Go to church. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And I had said, and I would have eaten the whole thing. It was an extra large. And I would have done it because it was so good. It was exactly the opposite of the experience that I had. And um, I just, you know, I just want to make it clear. I did. So because I used their online portal to order my first pizza from Dags, I did send them some feedback, which I thought was constructive. They did not respond. But I'm just now I'm giving feedback to everyone in the world. I'm giving Dag's feedback to everyone in the world because everyone in the world could hear this rather than just a little email they get that they instantly delete. Dag's is back, and their sausage was money. Um, and I just I just can't wait to go there again the next time I'm in town. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so just quick related topics. Um, impossible sausage is not really sausage. No. And it's obviously not good. It's in the name. It's impossible to be sausage. Right. And it's impossible to be good. Um, it just like go to your blender, get a bunch of plants, mix them up, make them into a ball. Get sawdust, um, a lot of salt and pepper, Lowry's seasoning salt. Um, then you grind up cotton balls and then you, um, 
put more sawdust on top and then you form it into a lump and then you roll the lump out into to links. That's actually the, that's the recipe. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, something else that, you know, people from Camp Highlands may remember, obviously the most famous sausage song, Johnny Vorbeck. Right. Right. He made a miracle sausage sausage machine. Yep. Anyway, long story short, in its hubris, he went inside to fix it, and he was ground up in the machine. Yep. Yep. And it's basically the story of Icarus set in like 1900s Germany, and he's right. a sausage maker. And even that sausage yeah. was was way better than impossible sausage, probably. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Well. All right. Well, I think we've clearly answered everything people wanted to know and more yep. about sausage. Sure. Uh, so let's move on to hurrahs and huzzahs. All right. So, uh, Martin, you have a huzzah? That's correct. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, lay it on us? Okay. So my huzzah this week goes to Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. And before people start thinking that I'm picking on her and I don't like her, that may be mostly factual, but this is a new thing, not some old thing that I'm rehashing like with the Noid. So... Today, about 450 Chicago Public Schools employees were terminated, not for cause, just because the, for budgetary reasons. Now, fun fact, under the Biden stimulus bill, Chicago Public Schools is getting an extra $2 billion, with a B, billion, dollars from the government. That just is for Chicago public schools. Now, I know you might say, well, they're, you know, greedy union people. I promise you their salaries are significantly less than $2 billion. Um, are, are, and, there, are there any greedy union people? I, I guess that just doesn't fit with what I imagine... I guess I think you have to be really brainwashed to think that people that are in unions are greedy. True, true. But I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do like uh, if Tucker Carlson is one of our audience members, we'd ask you to stop listening. But he might true. think that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two billion dollars coming off a pandemic. It's a major crisis. You know, education was hit exceptionally hard. So let's fire 450 people just to, like, clear out our budget a little more. Seems yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, it's Martin. It's not smart. It's not well, smart. Yeah. Maybe if you knew a little bit about the ways of the world and came down out of your ivory tower, you know, you'd understand that, you know, tough decisions have to be made. Just like the Cubs, you know, they just don't have enough money to sign a good pitcher. So, you know, 
heads got to roll. People got to. Yeah, they just. People got to be. Roll out that right wing troll, Jake Arietta, every five days. So my hurrah this week goes to um, the neighborhood around uh, the Cubs stadium. Not the immediate one, but um, as you get maybe like a few blocks away from the uh, Naperville, uh, uh, old town Naperville settlement from 2000 that they built up around Wrigley Field. Um, we, when we were walking down Addison to get to Dags, we uh, stopped and Martin's wife, Katie, uh, ordered a couple of lemonade shakeups for our daughters. And there was a young uh, kid there, probably same, maybe maybe a year older, maybe than our daughters. And uh, he snapped right into action. He had fresh lemons. He had the ice. He had, you know, his tip jar, everything. He gets these lemonade shakeups, whatever that is, uh, going. And he gets them in a cup. He's masked up. Just did a great job. And I, and I thought, you know, that's what it's supposed to be like outside of the stadium. People just, you know... Hawking their wares, uh, being normal people, raising money for their church, which is what this kid was doing, and uh, I really enjoyed that. So um, hopefully the Ricketts don't uh, sue him or something. But uh, but that was that a might nice, happen. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nice or buy him out. Um, but that was a nice touch. And if you're uh, listening, lemonade shake up, ki- kid. If you take the buyout, don't take the first offer. Never right. take the first offer. Right. So, uh, yeah, was good. It was fun. I, I, that was a fun day, pretty weather, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that kid was out there hustling. So, Big uh, time. Yeah. So, I guess, Martin, you know, we've come to the end of another uh, episode. We are at the end of this week's journey. Um, but let's remember, looking forward, still the summer of the Duke of Pipso, still, you know, looking for entries into the tank top contest. So, again, send us your Duke of Pipso images to be put on the official DOP summer tank top. And if we pick yours, your tank tops, your tank top is on us. That yep. means we'll buy it for you. We'll yep. wear one, too, but you'll get one for you just to wear. Well, on that note, uh, sounds like our listeners need to get busy and, uh, you know, get those drawings submitted. So we'll let them get to it. I think also this was maybe Michael's best show. Yep, for sure. Great job, Michael. Hurrah. Thank you. All right. See you next time. Okay, bye.